Welcome to Loudest Podcast on the Internet. It's time for your favorite show. I'm Sriracha and I'm here to stay. I'm here with the Stereos in a major way. Hey. Hi, Stereos. What's up? How you doing? Not much. Waiting for my food to get here. Yeah, me too. What did you order? I ordered the meat plate from that Greek place. And I ordered a doner and some French fries and some coffee, but I'll be I'll be fucking surprised if it shows up because the people on the other end of the phone seem to have no fucking clue what was going on. We, and by we I mean you, went out of your way to like not use Grubhub, not use Uber Eats. You picked up the phone and you called them because we all know like eh, small businesses are suffering right now. These services take a chunk of their money. It's like, oh, let's call them and place the order over the phone so they'll get more of the money. And then what happens? Then they, they I think we we're the first person to ever do that <laughs> because they had no idea how to operate. Next time, I'll just use fucking Grubhub. Come Which on, guys. they suggested. Get it together. Yeah, no, I called and they were like, you know, Uber Eats is doing free delivery. I was like, yes, but I'm calling you because I don't want to do Uber Eats. I want to give you the money. But I guess, I guess they don't give a shit. So everybody Uber Eats it up. Yeah. They, we can feel guilt, guilt-free. guilt Because apparently the businesses have no idea how to take a phone order anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's goddamn ridiculous. And you, and like, you were trying to pay with a credit card, which was a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, forget about it, buddy. What was it? Uh, for me, it's really hard. Because, like, you know, I'm in over years anonymous. I'm pretty addicted to eating junk food and garbage food. First off, now I can't go to my Overeaters Anonymous meetings. Because we go in there and it's a fucking, it's a goddamn illness disaster. And like every place is. Every single place on earth right now is an illness disaster. True. Very true. Exactly. But like, at Overeaters Anonymous, like at the end of every meeting, we would all like hold hands in a big circle. And, and we would all chant like, keep coming back. The program works if you work it. So... So something I I never learned the rhyme. Jesus, they were all doing some rhyme. I went to like I think five of them total before COVID happens, and I'm just like let's not let's try to be less fat. Like fuck it. And I had big plans for a readers and honest. By the way, I was slowly but surely taking over that chapter. Did you succeed? What kind of hooks you got in there? Oh, let me tell you. Okay, so first off. Some drip runs most of the meetings. He looks a lot like that guy that Walter and Jesse killed who almost learned how to make meth good enough so that Gus was going to kill them to replace them. Gale? Gale. Yeah. He looks like Gale. He talks like Gale. Gale sucks. I'm like, oh, I'm going to Walter White you, you son of a bitch. He like, he's like, I don't know where the... He, like, he can't run the meetings. He's like, I don't know where the sheet is, where we're all supposed to put our phone numbers if we need help. And I'm just like, well, I did bring a notebook last week that I donated. Remember, we passed a motion that I was allowed to donate a notebook. And he's like, yeah, but we don't know where it is. And then he's like, I don't know what page we're supposed to be reading from the big book. And I was like, you know, pretty much all the pages say don't eat. Like, just turn to any page. Yeah, they have... um. They have their own Bible thing that they read from. The every big book. Yeah, is that what they call it? The big book? They call it the big book. I don't know. It's a very bizarre. It's a very bizarre program, but I'm glad you're uh, working your way towards being the captain, the, being the best at Overeaters Anonymous. I, I am going to be the best at Overeaters Anonymous when this whole fucking thing is over. Oh, I'll tell you the, the, the big move I made. So, like, you know, 
So this guy's failing, and I'm just sitting back and watching the chaos. Because you can't be too eager. It's not Overeagers Anonymous. It's Overeaters Anonymous. Like, so it's just like, after the meeting, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I think maybe these meetings could be a little bit more focused, but I don't know. I mean, if you guys are getting a lot out of these meetings, it's, you know, if you guys think our time is being used effectively, I'm pulling people aside for little one-on-ones. Like Survivor. Like you're planning a coup on Survivor to take yeah. down the guy with the five idols or whatever. Yeah. Exactly, I'm going to blindside Gale. <laughs> it's like Survivor, only most of us don't look like the people on Survivor look. Anyway, it's but- like reverse Survivor. <laughs> oh my god, you're right! It's in Gorger. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But the big move I pulled was this. So there's a thing called like the seventh tradition break. Like, I don't know, there's 12, I don't know how many traditions there are. I really haven't learned much about how 12-stepping works. Like, I just go there and I talk about all the food I, I'm trying not to eat. Like, that's what I do. And um, there's this thing called the seventh tradition break. I guess the seventh tradition is that every Overeaters Anonymous chapter must be self-sustaining. So the seventh tradition break is we all pass around a bag and we put a couple bucks in to pay for the room. It costs $20 uh, an hour to rent the room. At this little, like, uh, halfway house or wherever the hell we're having this meeting. First off, they don't have a bag. So, like, a lot of times we're passing around, like, a plastic uh, fucking uh, grocery bag. We're We're passing around, like, a Ziploc bag that clearly just had a sandwich in it. It's like, this is disgusting. No wonder we all got COVID. By the way, have you noticed how... Disgusting you were before this COVID shit. Oh yeah, I'm nasty. I don't care. <laughs> but, but no, I mean in retrospect, it's like, wow, I really wasn't washing my hands at all. I was not washing my hands nearly long enough. Have you ever said they tell you to do the they sing happy birthday twice? Yeah. And I was like, damn, this feels like I'm washing my hands for a real long time, but it's probably because I was only washing them for about five seconds before all of this. Yeah, if I was washing them at all. Like, um, but now, well, before we all had to work from home, I was doing that thing where I was like, I was like washing my hands. And then if someone would start to leave the bathroom, like I would turn and look at them and be like, I'm still washing my hands. I guess I care about my elderly parents and you don't, huh? Oh, hey, why don't you get back here? Uh Let me tell you. And this one is for all the, all the bitches that think they're. 20% 20% alcohol, bath, and body works, hand sanitizer that they've been hoarding for five years is going to help you. It's not. You got to still wash your hands. Knock the fuck off. That's just 90% glitter, okay? Don't kid yourself. Well, but to be fair, it's like at least it'll make the COVID virus look nice. It will, and make it smell like a cherry bomb factory. Oh, it'll smell like bubble gum. Oh, that's nice. When you die, at least you'll smell like bubble gum. Yeah, that's very funny. I've seen all these TikToks. I've been like, yo, now the hand sanitizers is a premium. Look at all these uh, Bath and Body Works hand sanitizers that I've been hoarding. It's like, that shit is like 5% alcohol. You are so fucked if that's the only type of cleaning you're doing there's some percentage i think obama tweeted about this the other day he was just like like because like some liquors aren't alcoholic enough to work as homemade hand sanitizer it's like it has to be like 60 percent or 70 percent alcohol there's like some threshold you gotta meet so like you can't just like wash your hands with rum you'll smell like a pirate 
but it won't kill the virus. Got to be what sixty percent alcohol? Some no, I, it's it's a high number. It's one hundred twenty proof. Good luck finding that. Yeah. Isn't even Rumblemans is <gasps> something oh, our like food's here. I'll oh, get the food. Yay! Hey kids, I'm not wasting my Everclear on this. Yeah, really. You got to find fucking Russian standard vodka. So anyway, by the seventh tradition thing, they're passing around the bag. It was a little light. Daddy topped it up. I put like $16 in there. Gotta it's make like, sure they see it. Yeah. Too. Oh, I did because it was in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah. So I topped up the bag and then Gail had to be like, one of the members at this meeting donated enough because they all passed it around. There was like four bucks at the end of the thing. And then I put in $16, bringing us to 20 enough to pay for the room and then Gail goes like, one of our members was generous enough to, to top it up. And it's like, yeah, me, one of our members. We're all here. I know this is Overeaters Anonymous, but everybody just saw me do that. Oh, yeah, they did. And yeah. they know. They exactly. Know. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking over. Oh, as soon as we're back, as soon as this virus thing is over, I'm going to be the president of New York's Overeaters Anonymous. You're- then I'll have access to all the food. I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> you could sap the vital nutrients from all the other and put Gail in his fucking place. Sorry, oh. Gail, you are, you, you are, you've, the tribe has voted. What do they say? Fuck. The tribe has spoken. The tribe has spoken. Goodbye, Gail. Please turn in your baggie of Cheez-Its and, uh... Your Weight Watchers app. Your Weight Watchers app. Please donate, please turn over all your remaining smart points, your dailies and your weeklies. Oh, <laughs> All right, hey, we're going to take a break. Oh, by the way, we ordered Donaire. I have no idea what Donaire is. I'm looking forward to finding it. It's pretty that. hard to fuck up a Donaire. I, I, look, I don't know what it is. I can't wait. We'll be right back right after this. Bye. Welcome back. So the owner of the Greek restaurant that had no idea how to do anything literally came down to bring the food. I predicted this business will not be in business for very long. We're trying. We're trying. It's not our fault. We are trying she didn't bring the coffee I ordered. Nope. And I don't know what they gave me, but that was not a donair. <laughs> yeah. And like, I ordered some like super platter because I was like, let me try a little bit of everything. And they sent us two meals that were like exactly the same size, but they charged me like three times as much. Ah, Greeks. Yeah, I know. I, I was really hoping when you told me about this restaurant, there would be a Greek place run by non-Greeks. So I remember the first question I asked you was, were the people you talked to that seemed to own the place attractive? And you said no. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. If it was run by Italians or d- almost any other ethnicity, we'd be fine. Yeah. No, unfortunately, it's authentic. <laughs> yeah. Those french fries do taste pretty good. They are really good. Yeah, those are good french fries. Well, hey, anyway. So, bad service from this place, but pretty good food. Pretty good food. Yeah. Good food. Bread's pretty good. Can we think of a place that has bad service, bad food, shaped like a cartoon cat? Can, does this is this ringing any bells? Oh, Garfield eats. Yeah, um, Nathan Mastery has completely gone off the deep end. And listen, guys, I know we do. It's, it's pretty pretty trendy to lampoon Nathan right now. We started that trend. We did. I do believe that we did. But um, Nathan was sending me a bunch of DMs about the um, coronavirus and about how 
everyone is wrong about the coronavirus. Oh, boy, he's still posting. Okay. <laughs> NSP, never stop posting. Now, now look, I just kind of want to let you just talk about Nathan because you've had... Siraj has been full of Nathan juice for, like, weeks now. She's been going to me and she's been like, he's posted this. He's done this. He's got some sort of... He's trying to start Garfield Eats America, and he needs $2 million. And didn't you look through his, like, financials? I did, and they're pretty fucked. But his SEC <laughs> filing, believe it or not, his uh, trash fire of an SEC filing is not even not, not even the most... I am having my Garfuccino as I watch my Earth 2020 Season 1 unfold with untold truths. Millennials will not shut up. We... That's it. That's all. That's all she wrote. Um, this is interesting. April 10th is treatment day and removal of travel ban. Well, that's pretty bold to put a solid number on it. Hopefully this is all done by April 10th, but I don't think so. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Allow me to explain. So um, I'm going to just present present some DMs from Nathan to you guys with no context. Or maybe a little bit of context, because I, I initiated contact with him. Nathan was posting on his Instagram story about how um, coronavirus, COVID-19, is not actually a virus. These are his words, not mine. I'm just repeating what he said. Is not actually a virus, but some kind of escaped bioweapon. And I've heard the bioweapon uh, explanation before. Personally, I think it's giving humans a little too much credit. <laughs> but it, it is something that QAnon, QAnon silly heads, conspiracy theorists do believe. So <clears throat> I sent him his own story with just the message nathan what is this <laughs> and he writes back i was about to email you <laughs> i know the real truth about covid19 it is not a virus i know the reporter scared to come forward in afghanistan and syria dm to discuss urgently we are all being infected by sarin nerve agents are much more potent than organophosphate pesticides Oh, yeah, that's right. Nathan has a hate boner for pesticides. Yeah, it's weird. He, like, uh, <clears throat> he talks a good game about, like, farm-to-table this, that, like, GMO-free bullshit. There's no way those chocolates he's selling are GMO-free. Those chocolates look like they were just shit out by the Hershey's factory in the shape of Garfield's head. Because the chocolate tastes good. <laughs> yes, Exactly. That's exactly why. Yeah. So but anyway, I, I get ahead of myself. Uh, sarin was originally developed in 1938 in Germany as a pesticide. Sarin is a clear, colorless, and tasteless liquid that has no odor in its pure form. However, sarin can evaporate into a vapor, gas, and spread into the environment. It is all made up. Trump paid who and media. It is a cover-up. We have no idea what we saw and heard. They killed the Chinese doctor to conceal the truth wake up world it is a dictator's game american soldiers died in december coming home to usa it causes lung muscle contraction and no secretion secretions spelled maybe the most uh, creatively i've ever seen can a I, word can i guess yeah s e k r e t y i o n 
Z, and then maybe like a lightning bolt emoji. And then maybe like the emoji of the guy with the mask on his face. Okay, I take it back. The second most creative. S E C R E R I O N. Secretariat? Secretariat. And no secretarians and kills elderly. That is, it is low dose. If high in 10 minutes, we are dead. Ha- and then he included the hashtag Saren19. Actually, let's see if. Oh, Nathan's post is the only. The only other. Post is under the Saren 19 hashtag is another conspiracy theory talking about how it's not actually a virus. That's very interesting that he's not the only one on board here, but I digress. He continues. That's what you have heard, not seen. They isolated the gas liquid, which is colorless and lighter than air at melting point, negative 5-6-C. Use your critical thinking and don't be gullible. They have been paid for it. And by the way, did you ever see the agreement between the countries, Germany, USA, Italy, Britain, for concealing big mistake in January after Taliban agreement in Afghanistan where the test occurred? Now, seriously. Do you have any fucking... You're more politically inclined. Do you have any kind of uh, news about some kind of Wahhabist terrorist testing out nerve gas in Afghanistan? Mm. No, I mean, this is all pretty stupid. Like, pretty much everything this guy's saying is uh, is insane. Also, like, all of his timelines seem to be wrong. Like, he's he's, like, obliquely referencing, like, the peace agreement that we signed with the Taliban, but that didn't happen in January. Um, also, sarin gas is like, that's a real 90s gas. I'm not, look, put aside the, put aside the fact that he's wrong for a second. The Chinese bioweapon theory is a lot more fun than the sarin gas theory. It really is, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's like, I don't, you're not going to convince me that like, that like a bunch of people who are pissing in a bean can in Afghanistan, like, uh. You're not going to convince me that, like, the Taliban or the Mujahideen, like, it's not coming from there. If they had a lab, we would have blown it up by now. And all the weddings around it, just in case. And the schools and hospitals. Like, with the Chinese bioweapon theory, which I also think is wrong, that's fun. Yeah, this it's an interest that Taliban bioweapon theory, that's a real interesting amalgamation of two things that are wrong. That's not our current bad guy. Look, if again, if this was the 2000s and the show 24, yes, yes, let's get the Taliban behind it. Now we got a we got new hot new enemies. We got the Russians, we got the Chinese. It's like Nathan, get with the times. Yeah, really. Why not ISIS, Taliban? This is a real Bush era conspiracy theory. Exactly. ISIS at least is a little bit newer. Yeah, very good point. Um anyway, the Taliban agreement, did we see it? You didn't. You should take full responsibility to tell the world the truth and at least be curious. I don't know if he's talking to me no, he's specifically. Talking to you. He's talking or- to you. He said he was about to email you. Remember, he thinks we have 500,000 listeners a week. And I'm sure he'll be fine with me reading these DMs, Obviously. which I didn't ask for permission to share. But they are finding a treatment for the sarin so-called virus. I'm pretty sure we do already have a treatment for the sarin so-called nerve gas. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I digress. Since when do we wear protective gear for a flu? I mean. I mean, Japan. 
Asian countries have been doing this for centuries, but yeah. Have you ever been on the subway? That is, that is like Uniqlo should make really cool. They should have made really cool masks. The only reason the whole mask thing never jumped from Asia to America before COVID was that those masks looked like ugly and tacky and terrible. Also, we're kind of also not doing that because like, haven't you seen those news things that say, first of all, the surgical masks don't do anything. You right. need N95 or higher and also don't take them because we only have a limited supply like healthcare workers need them. You're raising a lot of good points. Everything. I agree with everything you just said in like, so I moved to New York, like, in, like, 2015, 2014. Every winter, the entire Asian population is wearing these masks. And I'm just like, they're so ugly. They're so tacky. You look gross. But you put Star Wars guys in those masks? That might have taken off. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to think about the cool stuff you could have. You put Garfield kicking Odie off a table on a mask. Now I'm interested. Didn't Nathan on Instagram tweet out a picture of like a bunch of Garfield Eats food and a mask in a spray bottle? Yep. Uh-huh. It's on the Garfield Eats Instagram account, I believe. Yes, I, I actually, I have it right here. <laughs> now I'm imagining, I'm imagining Garfield Eats open and then Nathan there and then his two employees, he has working wearing gas masks. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. World World War Two era trench gas mask. No wait, no World War One trench gas mask. Yeah, and he's like licking all the food because he's trying to spread herd immunity. Right. He is scared for his life, though. He told me. Oh, okay, so here we go. I got a post from him right here, and it's a and it's a picture of rubber gloves. It's some hand sanitizer. It's a it's a surgical mask, which again is not an N95 mask. Yeah. So on one hand, he's saying that, like, Garfield Eats will take all precautions to protect you. On the other hand, from a virus that doesn't exist and is a conspiracy, which is it, Nate? <laughs> how, much, how much Taliban presence do we currently have in Canada? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I'm sorry, but I thought you were saying he's scared for his life? He did tell me at the end of this, we'll get there, he is scared for his life because he um, is afraid that he is going to be killed by, I don't know, Saddam Hussein's sure. ghost or something for uh, sharing this information. I think I know. How about this? Remember how Saddam Hussein had a bunch of body doubles? Yeah. What if he's afraid of Saddam 2 or Saddam 3? <laughs> Saddam 2.0. Yeah, Saddam 2. Saddam 2. Iraq's revenge. 9-11 times 100. Oh, <laughs> That's right. 91,100. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact. Fun mm-hmm. fact. The Matt Damon puppet in that movie, uh, they were supposed to be... A, he was supposed to be one of the main like heroes of that movie, but then the puppet looked so stupid that <laughs> they rewrote the whole script. I was like, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> I heard, I was reading, like, because everyone was always like, are you going to make a Team America 2? And they were like, no, absolutely not. Operating these puppets is the most time-consuming, difficult thing. <laughs> like, they did a thing. They they were doing, like, this little behind-the-scenes featurette. And they were like, all we want this puppet to do is walk across the hall, is, is walk across the room, pick up a pitcher, pour the pitcher into a glass of water. 
That took like 17 hours. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, God. Apparently on Team America World Police, they were running triple shifts. Like usually like a movie has a thing called a second unit, which is like, look, while we're shooting the important stuff, I don't know. Go shoot. Go shoot like a hand opening a door. Go shoot hands on a keyboard. Like shoot all the little shit. They had like a second unit and a third unit on that fucking movie to get it out in time. Well, damn, I had no idea doing puppetry was so difficult. Yeah, me neither, because it's like the whole point of these fucking puppets was that, like, the Brits were doing it in the 70s with uh, with with their shows. Like, the whole puppet thing is, like, from British 70s uh, TV shows. Well, anyways, um, since when do we wear protective gear for a flu? Don't be rigid-minded, which I'm going to start using in replace of smooth brain. Excellent. Rigid-minded is the new smooth brain. Excellent. Don't be rigid-minded, be a wrinkly brain. Very good, very good. Don't be rigid-minded because fake media said so. It's paid PR. Now go isolate yourself because this is gas. Trump says treatment is here and April will end. That's because gas will take that time to dissipate and treatment is atropine and pralixoline already known okay so we don't have a so this is interesting because he says that we need to find a treatment for the sarin gas then about a paragraph later but absolutely no paragraphs of course because it's nathan he says that there already is a treatment Right. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say we, I think we already have a treatment for sand gas poisoning. Yeah. If he's so scared for his life, just go take, just go find those pills, mix them up in your little home lab, make a, make an anti-sarin chino, put some fucking, uh, why don't you squeeze a whole orange into that motherfucker, put some expired chocolate, uh, some lasagna that's cold in the middle. And you're saying <laughs> the cure for sarin gas is to get a Garfield-shaped pizza, put it in a bucket, cover it to the top with bleach, and then dump a big bucket of ammonia in it and inhale deeply. What? We should be convincing Nathan to turn Garfield Eats into cure factories. To a mustard gas factory? That'd what? be funny. Okay, no, 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 no. We should not convince him to do that. This whole fucking thing started. Uh, this whole fucking thing started because of his stupid, his very first post about this, um, which uh, so maybe like a week ago, he puts out the worst social media post I think I've ever seen, and I've made some of the worst social media posts you've ever seen. Oh listeners. yes. <laughs> uh, would you, would you care to describe it or should I? Um, go ahead. I've okay. been talking for a while. All right. So so. Uh, the so it just says hashtag COVID nineteen. He's trying to get that sweet COVID nineteen engagement. Glad he's following those trending hashtags. I'm surprised he's not like out for the day COVID nineteen Sunday sanity. You know the thir- thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> o O T D. What I wore today. COVID virus killed my grandpa. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then it's a picture of Garfield as a superhero, and it says across the top. Cartoons are immune. Don't you wish you were a cartoon? And Garfield is like saying in a talk bubble, like, I'm immune. Don't you wish you were me? So, first off. So, as you lay dying in a ditch, I want you guys to all think about as humanity nears its collapse and Armageddon is upon us. As you lay dying in a ditch with no hope of recovery, I want you to really think about which cartoon you wish you were. Yes, exactly. Because, uh... And of course, the very first response to this is, 
quote, people are dying, Nathan. People are dying, Nathan. <laughs> so many people just wrote back, like, people are dying, Nathan. People are dying, Nathan. Do you know where that's from? That no. Name? Wait, well, that's, I didn't know that was a meme. Oh, yeah. Um, there's an episode, there's a fantastic episode of Keeping Up With Their Kardashians where Kim goes swimming in some kind of, it's either an ocean or a private pool, and she comes out of the water and she's just hysterically crying. She's like, I can't find my diamond earring. My diamond earring got lost in the ocean. And Courtney is just standing there. She says, Kim, people are dying. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know there was a Kardashian I was supposed to like. Okay. Um, so, uh, yes, people are responding like, people are dying, Nathan. Uh, second, it's like, again, this isn't like a fun trend to hop on. It's not like, oh, does Garfield, is, is it a white dress or a blue dress? Or it's an orange dress to Garfield. Is it Yanny or what was that? Yanny or Laurel? Laurel? Laurel or Yanny, you got it. Is it Laurel or Yanny? It's Garfuccino. Like, this isn't a trend. This isn't like a, oh, we need a quick social media response team to hop on all these people dying and massive unemployment, like crippling the world. Is this your favorite misuse of a hashtag by a company ever? This is, this is like, they are going to teach this post in advertising school. They absolutely are because it's like that bad. (laughs) The, The other really bad part about it. So in the background are the silhouettes of other Nickelodeon cartoons that he clearly doesn't have the rights to use. Who's back there? SpongeBob's back there. Who's, who else is back there? Chucky's back there. Now, Chucky is gigantic for some reason. The scale of Chucky, Chucky is like one and a half times the size of Donatello, a giant man turtle with a six-foot combat staff. That's why he's immune. That's a good point, Because he's so big. Yeah, because he's so big. He's so big, the, the virus can't climb its way up to his lungs. So, he, so he, but it's like, Nathan... So Nathan clearly is like talking to his social media person who at this point I assume is just like has put his brain on autopilot and is like, whatever you say, Nathan. Yeah, yeah Nathan, sure. Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> Checks keep cashing. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah, don't forget. You got to Venmo me for this, Nathan, or whatever Canadian Venmo is. Like, oopsie. <laughs> like, like oh, don't forget. You got to send an oopsie forgot about for uh, 18 toonies. <laughs> you got to send me a dollar do on the dollar do app. <laughs> it's, it's like. So Nathan had enough sense to know that he didn't have the license to the Ninja Turtle, SpongeBob, or Rugrats, but not enough sense to not use their silhouettes. Like he's, he thinks he's like getting one over on Viacom, a humongous multinational corporation. Yeah, and I don't think he succeeded because they took that post down. And let me tell you, Garfield Eats does not have a good track record of taking offensive posts down. Like, um, when I, they, they put out some kind of post that was like, our food won't make you bloat. And I wrote something snarky back, like, this will protect you from the lawsuit. They just blocked me. They left it up. Yeah, of course they did. It's like, you can't. Like, uh, that is a medical claim you're making that our food won't give you bloating. Yeah, our giant dishes of uncooked cheese won't give you bloating. Sure, Nathan. But yes, he did take this post down. He's left up all the posts about on his Instagram about how COVID is a secret Iraqi conspiracy and Trump paid off the, the World Health Organization. That's all fine. But God forbid we infringe on any of Viacom's copyrights. Yeah, I'm still pretty confused. I wish I would have asked him. I'm still pretty confused about. So if the Taliban <laughs> created the, the gas 
how did it get to China? Is there a significant ISIS presence in China? I don't think so. How did it start? In Or maybe the Taliban is working with the CCP or something. Okay. That I would buy. All right. If the Taliban had a larger state sponsor, now we're talking. Okay. Yeah. You need to flesh out this conspiracy theory a little bit more. I digress. So he says, he sends me one last final message. Uh, Trump says treatment is here in April, blah, 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 blah. Uh, now it is in such low doses that it kills elderly mostly. All is true, except it's a gas, not a virus. And so I wrote back, I am definitely curious about this, Nathan. Why are they spreading this gas? Good question. They meaning, I don't know, the Illuminati. Sure. The four families. QAnon. ISIS. All of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Skull and bones. Working in conjunction. Mm-hmm. And he ignores my question and says, <laughs> <laughs> I have voice notes from a reporter in Afghanistan devastated, telling me to tell the world. I'm no celebrity, but I took one week to do my research. <laughs> so watch the fuck out, doctors and medical professionals. Nathan Googled for a week. <laughs> There was a test in Afghanistan by U.S. military where American Somdier soldiers, I think he meant to say, Mm -hmm. which was reported were infected by this sarin test. So they took them to China and then they took them back home where they died and the spread occurred. China was right when they said it was by American soldiers. So now for this Big mistake. Trump made an agreement with countries to conceal it with hush money. Lots of it. Evil. Guess what drove me nuts? World Health Organization was paid by Trump. I have no proof of this payment, obviously, but together we can ask for autopsy as it's no virus. Uh, Can I just point out something real quick? I think the fatal flaw with his theory is that Trump would pay anyone. Trump is notorious for stiffing businesses like that's what he does but like he doesn't pay people it on his campaign like when jared kushner and his sons would like want him to pay for ads they would like go up there with his checkbook and they would be like you need to write this check and hand it to us because they just know like he doesn't like spending money Plus, what does Trump get out of this? A completely destroyed economy in an election year? Like, who benefits from this? I mean, I still subscribe to the theory that Trump never did want to be president. So maybe this. Okay, so the Taliban created the virus, obviously, and then infected U.S. soldiers. And then they sent the U.S. soldiers, I guess, to To Wuhan, China. Got it. Uh, to fuck a bunch of bats. See, the fatal flaw mm-hmm. I think here is you can't catch a gas. So <laughs> I want to know more about how this is spread. Like, no. did they bring canisters of the gas with them? Did they bring the terrorists? I need more details on how this got into China. You're raising a... That's a really good point. Like... Mustard gas isn't self-propagating. At some point, those canisters run out, and you got to get a bunch more mustard and a bunch more gas, mix them up in a big jug, and throw them. Uh, I throw them on our boys in World War One. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Or maybe uh-huh. 
they're spread the government or uh-huh. the Illuminati. Maybe they're spread creating more gas. And I, how do chemtrails fit into this? I that's, that's just that's a lot of gas. What if the plan is to boost unemployment by creating all this gas? And what if creation of the gas actually spurs so much economic activity that Trump handily wins re-election? And what if there's the Illuminati uh-huh. is spreading this gas to take away our freedoms? Okay. Well, I mean, Okay. <laughs> Because did you see, I saw some kind of report. I didn't click on it because it was called from like the Patriot Times or something. <laughs> <laughs> one of those, one of those, uh, what's it called? Infowars web yeah. adjacent websites. Yeah. But yeah. it was like a certain Democratic sp- senator suggests suspending select constitutional bill of rights uh, for COVID-19 panic. So I have no idea if that's true or not, but it seems like they could use this panic to take away our freedoms and not give them back. Well, okay. Unfortunately, you're, unfortunately you've left the realm of, of adorable theory and are now in the realm of hard fact. <laughs> The, uh, according to Politico, uh, a, st- a story from Politico that came out yesterday that was that was picked up by Rolling Stone and a couple of other markets, Trump's Department of Justice has asked Congress for permission to uh, to have federal judges suspend uh, habeas corpus temporarily until the emergency is over. What is habeas corpus? Uh, the right to uh, the right to a, a, a f- uh, fair and speedy trial with an attorney and a jury of your peers. Why are they suspending that? <laughs> okay. Um, the Justice Department, and, and actually I, w- I will look this up as soon as I'm done telling you just to make sure I got all the details right, but like my guess is that the Justice Department wants this power so that if somebody wants to break Curf wants to like break a curfew, or if all the courts are shut down, uh, the Justice Department wants the ability to suspend someone indefinitely without trial until the end of an emergency. Pro- I assume for logistical reasons, and I assume in their minds it's to protect the public health. Um, yeah, probably because that shit gets into jail, you're pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, but that no, that's a different thing. <laughs> like, um. Uh, like, these powers would allow people to keep someone in jail forever. I know, but I mean, I assume their reasoning here is because you need to bring someone from a jail to a court right. for a trial or a hearing. A big public room. Right, which is going to expose you to people that can freely go in and out. And so then if a person who is going to a federal prison, then contracts the virus and brings it to the prison, what do you do? You can't send the prisoners home. Well, well, I mean, see, like, that is interesting. But again, like, that's not like the problem of the coronavirus spreading in prisons is not what this is meant to address. Like, if we wanted to fix that, the coronavirus is already at Rikers Island Prison in New York. Oh, damn. Like, the coronavirus is already spreading in prisons. This is not to, like, protect our poor, sweet, innocent prisoners. (laughs) Like, if we wanted to do... Like, New York had prison labor making hand sanitizer. I mean, and by had, I mean are currently continuing to do. That's a whole subplot on uh, Orange is the New Black, because they make panties for five cents an hour. Yeah, there you go. They're getting paid, they're getting paid less than a dollar an hour. Like, um, So it's like, well, New York's already put these prisoners to work. Uh, here we go. Uh, Politico headline, DOG, D- DOJ seeks new emergency powers amid coronavirus pandemic. One of the requests to Congress would allow the department to petition a judge 
to indefinitely detain someone during an emergency. Documents reviewed by Politico detail the department's request to lawmakers on a host of topics, including statute of limitations, asylum, and the way court hearings are conducted. Um, so, like, it is unfortunate that, like, like during national emergencies are when fucking governments act like assholes and take away your rights. And maybe, so I guess it's a long way of saying Maybe Nathan's totally correct about this. Maybe we got to stop making fun of Nathan Masri and start mixing up this miracle cure he's got. And then they're going to arrest Trump and they're going to take all of our our other freedoms. (laughs) Oh, no, because he's got them all in his bag. (laughs) Right. Yes. And then he won't get a trial. So he won't be found innocent. They'll accuse him of being a pedophile or something. Oh, no. So anyway, he says, stay at home because this is gas. And at this point, I have no idea what to say, but I want to keep him talking. So I say, the truth will come out about the payment. It must have been a very large sum of money. So you can't conceal that forever. And he said, here's the thing. (laughs) USA media got paid larger sums to create one month stories and campaign. CTV hung up and said it's a virus by unprofessional and not a bit curious. What's CTV? Does he mean CNN? He might mean China TV, like China state-run television, CTV. Yeah. I called all media and reporter, said he signed biggest ad spending. It will affect his re-election if it's out. And he's scared of the court for all of his... I assume he's talking Talking about about Trump. Trump. But then again, why would Trump want this virus out there if this is going to affect his re-election? Because he's scared of the court for all of his wrongdoings. It's like you're not even listening. I'm sorry. No, you're right. I, I apologize. He slurps when he talks, says it'll be over April. You know why? Dot, dot, dot. You know why? No. He knows gas will need that time to leave us. <laughs> it almost makes too much not at all sense. <laughs> okay, wait. So, so, so now Nathan is talking about how he knows the gas will dissipate. Right. But if it's self-propagating gas, how do we know when it will leave? Right. Yes. Like, you can't just measure a half-life of a virus because it can keep making more of itself. But if it didn't keep making more of itself, how would it be? I'm trying to apply logic to Cloud World, so I don't know why I'm even bothering talking about this well, anyways. If you don't mind me saying, I think we just start wrapping this segment up. Like, um, we got to see what's in this for us. And I think here's what you got to do next. You got to say, Nathan, I've looked into what you're saying. And everything you're saying is completely right. And it's deeper and worse than you think. Now, you've said before that we have a listener base of 500,000 people. If you pay us small sums of money, $1,000 here, $5,000 there, we will be Garfield Eats Media number one. Get the truth out there. Fix the problem. Trump slurped in jail. Gas? (laughs) No. Sales, yes. Garfuccino, Garfuccino, Garfuccino. Wrongdoing revealed. <laughs> what do you think? I, I We do need to start. We do need to figure out a way to get money off of this. We got to sell out. For, like, for a couple of weeks, the loudest podcast becomes the Garfield Eats Truth Hour. The tr- we get Nathan on every week. And all he has to do is just pay us small sums of money, much smaller than the large sums of money Trump paid to WHO, CTV, and American media for one month coverage when gas leave. <laughs> gas go bye-bye. Bye-bye, gas. April 10th, gas leave us. 
his words are marked so now it's uh, encoded in audio format for all of time um the last thing i want to read here is um he's talking about uh I'm responding to people going on podcasts called CNN, BBC, Sky News, and a few celebrities I know to step up like Snoop Dogg. (laughs) I need one ethical reporter. Most media got paid for one month, so this is the problem. I am scared for my life, but the truth must be told. I think I know one ethical reporter. One young, enterprising, Lois Lane-style reporter. Entergaging. Who, who will entergage the audience. All you gotta do is just, you know, you gotta grease the wheels a little bit, Nathan. Like, all you gotta do is pay her salary and she will get the truth out there. That's true. Reporters can't work for free. It's a global crisis day. But- her name is Sierra Santana. And she will bring Girl the reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, reporter. Wrongdoing revealed. Oh, my God. Um, okay, we'll be right back after this with your letters and emails. All right. Uh, now, Sriracha is in charge of the voicemails and emails. Voicemail box. You could send a voicemail to Zwick. Cut in the phone number. The phone number is 848-863-5343. Or you can email... The loudest podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, call in, leave a voicemail, send a message. Uh, uh, this week I challenged on my Twitter account. Uh, if you're trapped inside for the coronavirus, I sent everyone an anime recommendation to watch. And I, all they asked is that they review it once they were done. So we have a few reviews. Uh, that's still going on. Uh, send in your anime review. We'll play more next week. Kid who sent in a five minute long review. I'm sorry. It's too damn long. I listened to it. It's very funny. Can you cut together like the best 60 seconds, baby? No, too long. New rule. No voicemail can be longer than 30 seconds. Because if we say 30, then they'll go to 45. Yeah, it's 60. Hard 60. Hard 60. If you say hard 60, they're going to start turning in 90, and then it might as well just be five minutes. 90 is fine. 90 is fine, too, but hard hard 60. Hard Hard 30. Hard 60. If you can't, just be quick about it. Um, Oh, actually, in the last voicemail segment, um, you asked... Hayden to stop flooding your email inbox with boomer mass mail. He's still fucking doing it. Yes, he is still doing it. Now, I told him to keep sending them to me because I love them. But uh, you asked him to stop. He did not stop. Um, I heard from three different Haydens who all apologized for sending in memes. So... The Haydens that aren't doing this are very sorry. The Hayden that is doing this is continuing to do it. Okay, this. well, the message didn't get back to the right Hayden. So, Hayden, stop, please. You sent me another one again this morning. Hey, can all of you other Haydens get in touch with Hayden, like, at your weekly, like, at HaydenCon or something? Yeah, can you read that bizarre joke he yes. sent in, and we could kind of hash this out together? No, I will. Now, now look. Sriracha doesn't want these emails because they're flooding her email inbox and she uses that for work. And Proton Mail, because it's a server for drug addicts and human traffickers, it doesn't do attachments. So I can't see the pictures, like right. when you send pictures. So wait, exactly. That's another reason. Like, I love getting them, though. So, Hayden, please keep sending them to me. So, uh, so here's a email forward. 
Uh, subject line is forward, colon, forward, colon, good night. <laughs> and it is clearly from Hayden's great-grandmother or something. And it reads, a mother was tucking her young son into bed for the night. This was his first night alone in his room in his, quote, big boy bed. As she went to leave the room, she shut off the light. The boy cried out, no, mommy, leave the light on. The mother said, and then, you know how an ellipsis is usually three dots? Yeah. This is 16 dots. Okay, good. You are a big boy now. You don't need the light left on. She carried on to leave the room and went to close the door as she left. The boy cried out, no, mommy, leave the door open. Mom replied, 16 dots. You have nothing to be afraid of. 16 dots. God is with you. 18 dots. He will watch over you all night. The little boy replied, 18 dots. I know he is, but I want someone with skin on. What? I don't get it. Is the joke that God is a, a titan from Attack on Titan? I don't get it either, but this has been forwarded multiple times within a group of boomers. Like, I'm reading the forward of the forward of the forward. So enough people get this to send it to other people. Is this edited? Do you think there was a joke at some point and some crafty little boomer ass changed it? I thought that exact same thing. I have gone down multiple layers. It is always just this. Now, again, listeners, long story short. A mom is trying to tuck his kid into bed. The kid says, leave the light on. The mom says, no. The kid says, the mom says, God will watch over you. Don't worry about it. You don't need the light on. God will watch over you. The kid says, but mommy, I want someone with skin on. If you know what the fuck this is, you call 848-863-5343 or email the loudest podcast at gmail.com. Keep it to 30 seconds and explain to us what's going on. Please, I'm scared. I need an explanation. Please help me. <laughs> um, all right, so I got some voicemails here lined up. You want to hear uh, Abu Nai Sisters? Yeah, let's do Abu Nai Sisters. Then I want to read one. Okay, cool. Here it comes. Hey, Asterios and Sarancha. Upon Sarancha's recommendation, I watched the anime... Abenai Sisters, and I would rate it a 0 out of 10. The graphics look like they're from the PS2. The audio sounds like it's from uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, but somehow worse. And the plots are written... Well, instead of explaining the plots, I will just, like, list plot elements to you. Uh, uh, proper That's nouns honest. that are used in the show. Nipple bullets. Booby stone. Abenai <laughs> booby sensors. <laughs> the the sheer like horniness of the show is it, it's disgusting for my Christian sensibility. And I also <laughs> like to point out that the same studio that created Abenai Sisters made a well-respected anime like Ghost in the Shell and Fully Cool. Yep. Production so, IG. It's a creation. Production I don't know whether to say thanks or fuck you, but thank you anyway. <laughs> Because can, even though it's terrible, it's it off here. Okay, okay. See, that's a long. Yeah, you were saying? Abu Sisters is kind of cheating because it's a, we can watch, let's watch an episode right now. They're only two minutes long. I, this is the rare time when I have seen the shit you're talking about. You really know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, it, it was on Hulu for a while. It was like legendarily the worst thing on Hulu was the Abu Sisters. I think I, I believe it's like a, 
before we had the term influencer, and like before we had the term like Instagram model, there were just these two rich women, like in real life, named the Abonai sisters, and I guess they were like famous Middle Eastern fashion models. What are you talking about? Something I have no idea what you are talking about. You're not. You're talking about real life, real life people. Yes, the okay. Abunai sisters are based on two real life people. The Abunai sisters. Okay, well, Abunai is a Japanese word that means like like dangerous. Okay, I'm looking this up. I don't. I don't I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, no, no. It's it's okay. Hold on. Yes. It was based on two... Here we go. Okay, so, and again, listeners, I'm sorry this has been confusing. Just to kind of take us back to start, there's a terrible show called The Appenite Sisters. You want to just describe it real quick? Uh, it's about... There's ten episodes. Each one is about two minutes long, and the plot of Appenite Sisters is that these two very wealthy sisters have a... Something called the booby stone mm-hmm. that keeps them young and fit, and there is bad guys that want to get the booby stone from them. <laughs> Yes. Okay, granted. It's terrible, it's short, it's shitty. The Ebonite sisters are based on... The Ebonite sisters' characters are based on these two actual sisters called the Kano sisters in Japan. They are known... collect uh, Kyoko Kano and Mika Kano, known collectively as the Kano sisters. They're Japanese celebrities. Uh, they're half-sisters. Um, in 1997, they started modeling, uh, in 25 ANS, an upscale women's fashion magazine. They market a series of exercise videos, erotic calendars, collectible fashion cards, and coffee table pictorials featuring the two mostly naked. Um, the Kano sisters' gorgeous dolls came out in 2020. And then, so the Abunai sisters are based on the Kano sisters. That's interesting. Cause I think their names are Kyoko and Miki in the show too. Yeah, uh, let me let me see if I can find A B U and A I. Yes, uh, in tw- in two thousand nine, the Kano sisters had a ten episode CGI anime series called Abunai Sisters Coco and Mika, produced by Production IG. It was canceled after two episodes had aired. Is very bad. <laughs> yeah. So so like the interesting thing about the Abunai sisters is that they're kind of like the Japanese Kardashians or. Um, uh, in Los Angeles, there was like a famous woman. I forget her name. It was like Drusella or it was, do you know what I'm talking about? The pink, the billboards. Yes. The pink lady. Yeah, God, p- yes. I remember those like a fucking, it was yesterday, but I can't for the life of me remember what her, her name was. Exactly. So, all right. So, there you go. Um, all right. We have two more voicemails here. Uh, now, let's just, I'm going to limit it to one anime v- review an episode. Okay. But I do have one I would like to read. Of course, please. This is an email. Someone looking for advice. This email is called Fucking Chick-fil-A Drive-Thru from a gentleman named Noah. Noah writes, I live in suburban Virginia. The Chick-fil-A and the McDonald's has three drive-thru lanes that coverage. The fucking McDonald's near me has three also. Don't even get me started on the motherfucking Chick-fil-A drive-thru people. They really piss me off. God fucking forbid you don't know 100% what you want exactly when you want it. (laughs) Or those people turn into the most passive-aggressive people on the planet. After you're done dealing with them and they're holier than thou bullshit those motherfuckers always 100% of the time without fail know which car 
which car to go after. I hate them and their stupid booming ass customers and cum head employees so goddamn much. <laughs> so I guess my uh, my drive through complaints inspired hatred in this man's heart for Chick Fil A. It's a fucking nightmare. It really is. I can't believe more people are doing that. <laughs> no, I I. I have seen it. I have seen it across the. I've seen it across the globe. And again, like I told you last week, like even in New York City, inside the Chick Fil A, they had two different lines: a lady with an iPad and the register line. Just have one big long line, or like do that thing. Yeah, have one big long line, and then put that lady with the iPad behind the counter and yeah. give her a register and have her do orders there. It's yeah. bullshit. Why the fuck do they do this? Why does everything need to be complicated? I wonder if what they're actually doing is creating artificial interest. It has to be, right? Exactly. Like, when the fucking Nintendo Wii came out, I remember Nintendo was like, oopsie whoopsie, we don't know if we made enough Nintendo Wiis to satisfy demand. You better wait up all night to get you a Nintendo Wii because you might not be able to get it for a few months if you don't get it right now. And it's like, you know how to make Nintendos. You are a 120-year-old company. You made playing cards before they existed. Don't tell me you don't know how many Nintendo Wiis we need. Just make the Nintendos. Take the goddamn Wii. You had literally one job, and it was to make the goddamn Wiis. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, oopsie whoopsie. So many people want our hate chicken that we gotta make these weird fucked up lines with iPads. We did a fucky wucky. Now they're tweed wife tools. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's all we got for you this week, guys. We love you. Stay we, safe out there. Stay safe out there. Stay safe in there. And we hope you enjoyed... Episode one of the Lime and the Coconut, Lime and the Coconuts, episode one of the Dark Side Jill. Oh yeah, if you haven't checked that out, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Stereos. It's the first one's free. Then you like that, you put it on your guns. You like that? You bet you do. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.